So I went ahead and looked over the governing body update number 5, 2022. This is an update in video format that is released by the Jehovah's Witnesses on an unscheduled timeline. And their latest update is no exception to the half-truths that we have grown accustomed to hear from this organization. Telling half-truths is one of the main reasons that this organization has persevered the test of time, at least during the past century. But we hear a major update in this most recent update. We learned that the European Court of Human Rights has taken up the case from the Jehovah's Witnesses, a complaint against Russia in the case of Takanro LRO and others versus Russia. And the judgment, at least they claim, has been a judgment in favor of the Jehovah's Witnesses. So I went ahead and downloaded this document from the European Court, which you can also find at hudoc.com echr.coe.nit and you'll find on the European Court of Human Rights website the cases it has taken up and the judgments it has rendered. Now I found it important for me to download the document because as we know the Watchtower is notorious for telling us lies, half-truths, misinformation and this is just one of the many tools they utilize. But in this case, in this governing body update, we find them leaning heavily towards half-truths. So they do inform some of the truth, but we find them tainting that, those truths with adjectives that make us see things the way they want to see it. Or we'll find that they only report half of the whole story. They won't say everything. So it's not like we could pin them to a lie. We can't say, well, you're lying because they are telling some truth. It's just that they're not telling us the whole truth. And in not telling us the whole truth, we find the manipulation embedded in their propaganda. So we will go ahead and take a look at the recent governing body update. And we start with the following words. On June 7, 2022, the European Court of Human Rights ruled in favor of Jehovah's Witnesses in 21 cases, all in one day. Our previous record for court victories awarded in one day was on May 3, 1943, when we won 12 cases in the United States Supreme Court. We praise Jehovah for these fine victories. So, Right off the bat, we find ourselves with several half-truths. And the first half-truth we find when he says the following words. On June 7, 2022, the European Court of Human Rights ruled in favor of Jehovah's Witnesses in 21 cases, all in one day. So it is true that on June 7th, there was this verdict this judgment it is true what is not true is that it was ruled in favor of the jehovah's witnesses why why do we say that well because if you download the document the document says that it is a document by the european court of human rights in the case of 
not Jehovah's Witnesses, but in the case of Takanro, LRO, and others versus Russia. So who is who is Takangro, LRO, and others? Because this is the case that they're citing. This is where supposedly a verdict was handed down in their favor. In the case of Takangro, LRO, and others. Who is Takangro, LRO, and others? We find that in the document, paragraph number nine says, the first applicant, the Kakangro Local Religious Organization of Jehovah's Witnesses, the, and in parentheses it says, the Takangro LRO was originally registered in 1992 as an independent religious association. In 1998, it was re-registered as a local religious organization operating within the structure of the administrative center, which in parentheses it says the second applicant. The third and fourth applicants are the German and U.S. publishers of Jehovah's Witnesses' religious literature. The fifth and sixteenth applicants are 12 congregations at Takangro, which shared the Kingdom Hall with the Takangro LRO a.k.a. the local religious organization of Jehovah's Witnesses. So it's not, this is the technicality. Technicality, The case isn't against the Jehovah's Witnesses. If it was against the Jehovah's Witnesses, then it would be against the Jehovah's Witnesses in New York because that is where they're headquartered. That is not who filed this application. A separate entity from the Jehovah's Witnesses filed this application, the Takangro LRO entity. Now, it does belong to the Jehovah's Witnesses, but it is a DBA inside of Russia. It is a doing business as. So what the Jehovah's Witnesses revealed in the European court is that they have an administrative center and they have a local religious organization in Russia that operate, operates separate from the entity that is the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society. Here's the thing. Those, have, those who have followed this organization by now know that the Jehovah's Witnesses actually has multiple number, numbers of entity in which it does business as multiple satellite organizations, which which shields the mothership, which shields the watchtower from any kind of libel repercussions. So when we hear Jared Loesch say the following words. On June 7, 2022, the European Court of Human Rights ruled in favor of Jehovah's Witnesses in 21 cases, all in one day. Well, he's not revealing the whole story. He's not revealing that the European court actually handled a case binded to one of its many organizations that it has. So it's not directly in favor of the Jehovah's Witnesses because the Jehovah's Witnesses entity would be the Bible, the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society. That's not what happened here. Now, yes, the, the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society owns these small DBAs or subsidiaries or satellite companies that they have yes they do but this even if those 
small satellite organizations go away or are sued, none of those repercussions come back to the mothership, which is the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society. So we find ourselves a little golden nugget. It's, it's a half-truth, but, you know, in essence, it's, it's not significant until we dive into the rest of what he says. Our previous record for court victories awarded in one day was on May 3, 1943, when we won 12 cases in the United States Supreme Court. Okay, so he is citing that when the European Court of Human Rights took up this case, how many cases did they win? 21 cases, all in one day. So he says that 21 cases, they were victorious in 21 cases. There is something significantly wrong with taking credit, taking credit as a company when people or your, your subjugates are being trampled on by a tyrant. In this case, the leader of Russia. He is applauding himself because of victories that they have had in court which have no significant, palpable, attainable value in any Russian court or in any place in Russia. He is applauding himself for a victory that has no meaning inside Russia. It's in Russia where the victory needs to be attained. So he's applauding himself for having achieved victory in a court which Russia doesn't even acknowledge. It's insensible, it's naive, but it shows a real lack of care for the people that are hurting inside of Russia. Their subjugates, their members. I think that most of us would conclude that the human right to worship a deity, follow a religion, or not follow a religion, or worship absolutely nothing, to be an atheist. These should, be, these should be human rights for all people in any nation. Now, this doesn't occur in Russia. Because we find ourselves debating this issue as to whether Jehovah's Witnesses are an extremist group, yes or no. What we find is that Jared Loesch is applauding himself that a court that has no significant value inside of Russia has dictated that Jared Loesch, his seven buddies, and their subjugates should have the right to worship, which I also agree with. I believe that all people should have the right to worship as they please. That doesn't mean that I agree with their form of worship, but everybody should have that right. But the problem is that Jared Loesch is taking credit for something that has no meaning, has no value. So we first find an instance of a half-truth, but now we find an instance of gaslighting because he's convincing his, his subjugates. This is video and propaganda that he creates with his buddies and their helpers for their subjugates. So the subjugates will watch this propaganda and think, well, now we see God's hand God's favor in all this. God is helping us. I'm not saying that the European court is futile. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that this particular propaganda is futile. 
This particular propaganda means absolutely nothing to the Jehovah's Witnesses inside Russia. They will still be incarcerated. They will still be imprisoned. They will still be considered an extremist group. This sentence, this judgment handed down by the European Court of Human Rights has no meaning for any Jehovah's Witness inside of Russia. And that is another half-truth that he is not revealing. So he's taking credit, and he even boasts about that in 1943, he had 12 judgments in, in their favor, in his company's favor, and now today, 20-plus judgment in his favor in one day, of which none of them have any any value. It's fool's gold what he's selling. But he continues on. 20 of the 21 cases this month from form a historic judgment against Russia for persecuting Jehovah's Witnesses. So there's, there's a lot to unpack in the following phrase. Number one, he says, it's a historic judgment against Russia. It's not a judgment against Russia if they're not playing the game. You can't beat someone at cards if the person isn't playing cards. If they've folded, you, you, you're not winning against them. They're not in the game. So when he says that there's a historic judgment against Russia, it can't be against Russia if Russia's not even there. You're doing absolutely nothing to Russia. And it, I found it a little peculiar that he mentioned that 20 of the 21 cases were ruled in their favor. 20 of the 21 cases this month from form a historic judgment against Russia. I find it peculiar that he mentioned that 20 of the 21 cases form a historic judgment against Russia, but he doesn't mention the 21st case. He doesn't mention that one case that it appears they lost. Why did they lose the case? What, what is it that the European Court of Human Rights said, nah, you know, not, not on this one. I mean, yeah, the other ones you're okay with, but this last one, I got to agree with Russia on this one. <laughs> what, what is it? Why, why did he say that? 20 of the 21 cases this month from form a historic judgment against Russia. What is that one that doesn't doesn't form a historic ruling against Russia? What 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 was it? Like I, I gotta know. We continue on. What did the court decide? Brothers, this decision is truly historic. In fact, the court consolidated 20 of our cases into one decision and rule conclusively in our favor in all of them. Throughout the 196-page decision, the court meticulously dismantles the lies that Russia has used to persecute our brothers and ban our worship. It's ironic that he talks about lies because this organization is also notorious for peddling lies. But when it suits their agenda... When it suits their interests, all of a sudden, they call the lies out. It's the pot calling the kettle black. It's an idiom, but it's true. Because how many lies have they not peddled to their subjugates, to their followers? 
How many lies and half-truths have they not fed them in regards to child sexual abuse, which we can cite the Australia Royal Commission? When have they informed their members of exactly what their leadership is hiding? When have they informed their members of this information that you can only find behind their iron curtain? And we again, we hear a mention of this 20 of 21 cases. Brothers, this decision is truly historic. In fact, the court consolidated 20 of our cases into one decision and ruled conclusively in our favor in all of them. 20 of the 21 cases ruled in favor. What is that last one? What did the Jehovah's Witnesses do in that last one that the European Court of Human Rights said, nope, you're actually in the wrong here. Actually, a tyrant country is more in the right than you are. What is it? We continue on. Well, the decision unambiguously declares that Russia is guilty of carrying out a premeditated and relentless attack on innocent worshipers and on pure worship. All right, well, you know, this guy you know is a lawyer. And we know he's a lawyer because, or at least we know he has ties to law because, whoa, the use of adjectives. Premeditated and relentless attack on innocent worshipers and on pure worship. Unambiguous, premeditated, relentless, innocent worshipers, pure Worship, woe, the use of adjectives with this guy. And it's funny because none of these adjectives, if I look them up inside of the European Court of Human Rights document, in the case attacking Roe, LRO, and others versus Russia, I control F, let me see, unambiguous. Yes, not there. Uh, premeditated premeditated yep not there let's see what's the other one relentless okay yeah that's not there you know and what did he say russia is guilty of carrying out a premeditated and relentless attack on innocent worshipers and on pure worship and i haven't i haven't looked at innocent worshipers or pure worship let's see in the document innocent not in there. I'd have thought that one maybe would have found. That one I was a little worried. Let's see. Pure worship. No, not in there. Not in there. Nope. Let's see. Let me see if I. Nope. <laughs> not in there. It's just not in there. 194 page document. None of which his words were in there. The reason he's using adjectives, and I'm not saying that there isn't truth to what he says. There is some truth to what he says. There was a verdict handed down in their favor. What isn't true is that it was premeditated that the European, the European court has considered it premeditated. That is not true. That they, that they have considered it a relentless attack. That is not true. That's not what they, what they did. What they did was hand down a verdict of human rights, which they would have handed down in the case of any religion that would have applied for the same complaints. 
that would have they would have gotten the same judge, judgment. The European Court of Human Rights upholds human rights. And one of the human rights, one of fundamental human rights, is the ability to worship freely. So when he says that they, they, the European Court of Human Rights, is the one that the, the handed out a judgment because based off of that they, the European Court of Human Rights, considers this an unambiguous, premeditated, relentless attack, that is incorrect. That is misinformation. What the European Court of Human Rights considers is human rights. And the human rights that they consider is things such as you can find on the first page, freedom of expression, freedom to impart information, freedom to impart and receive information, also arbitrary criminal prosecution of applicants for continuing to practice their religion, unlawful pretrial detention of individual applicants, peaceful enjoyment of possessions, no legal basis for seizure of publications, immovable and personal property. These are the things that they were considering. It wasn't that. Well, the decision unambiguously declares that Russia is guilty of carrying out a premeditated and relentless attack on innocent worshipers and on pure worship. It wasn't that this was a judgment handed down in the favor of pure worship. You know, the, the, the semantics that he uses, pure worship, there is worship, what was being considered there. Now, in the document, it does say that any religion has the right, has the right to pursue their thinking that their religion is the one and right religion. That was in paragraph 153. The court reiterates that preference for one's own religion, the perception of it as unique and the only true one or as a superior explanation of the universe is a cornerstone of almost any religious system, as is the assessment of the other faiths as false, wrong, or not conductive to salvation. And it continues, proclaiming the superiority of a particular religious dogma or conception of life is an essential aspect of a legitimate exercise of the right to try to convert others by means of non-coercive persuasion, which enjoys the protection under Article 9 of the Convention. So what it's saying is, you have a religion, you are entitled to pursue that religion, or that belief, or that assessment, or that faith, and you believe others are false, you have the ability and the right to believe others are false, others are wrong, others are not con to salvation that is your right that is your human right to believe that your religion is correct or that your religion religion is not correct everyone should have that right that is very different than saying that they that you, the european court of human rights ruled that they were and relentless attack on innocent worshipers and on pure worship that is very different than saying that russia has created an attack on pure worship. Russia didn't do that. They didn't create an attack on pure worship. Are these people innocent? Yeah, in the sense that no one deserves to be treated the way the Jehovah's Witnesses are being treated by that tyrant. No. I, I, I back the idea that they should have the liberty of religious freedom. They're not being given that. But to have one of their representatives say that they are being attacked because they are pure worship, that's an opinion. 
but that wasn't the conclusion of the European human rights. So this is a half truth. I agree that Jehovah's Witnesses are innocent in the sense that they don't deserve to be treated the way the tyrant is treating them, but their assessment that they are the pure worship? Well, you know, way to pat yourself on the back. Real humble stance there by saying you are pure worship. You have the right to believe that. That is one thing. But that's entirely different than saying that the court ruled that that was the case, that there was an attack on pure worship. There wasn't. An, that's not what the court ruled. They didn't rule in, it, in the favor of pure worship. They ruled in the favor of you believing that you're pure worship, which is very different. It's, it's entirely different. It, it's nonsense. So their assessment is flawed. It, it's a skewed way of seeing reality. The court did not rule in favor of your pure worship. The court ruled in favor of you believing whatever you want to believe, even if that means you think you're the pure worship. That is entirely different. But the nonsense goes on. For example, in paragraph 254 of the decision, the European court states that the Russian authorities had pursued a policy of intolerance designed to cause Jehovah's Witnesses to abandon their faith and to prevent others from joining it. Of course, that policy was entirely unsuccessful. Okay, let's take a look at paragraph 254 of this decision. Are you telling us everything, the whole story? Because knowing what, how they tell us things, they tell us half-truths or they tell us half the story, which is also kind of a lie. If you think about it, it's also a lie. It is a lie. When, when you, tell, you tell half the story, you didn't say everything, but you, well, you mustered your way out of it. In his propaganda, he quotes the court saying, a policy of intolerance designed to cause Jehovah's Witnesses to abandon their faith and to prevent others from joining. Okay. What he doesn't say is what he continues to say. The court reiterates that respect for religious diversity undoubtedly represents one of the most important challenges to be faced today. For that reason, the authorities must perceive religious diversity not as a threat but as a source of enrichment this is in the same paragraph now if you're a jehovah's witnesses or you know anything about tight-knit cults like the jehovah's witnesses like the mormons like the amish like the Mennonite, you know one thing they do not respect <laughs> religious diversity they do not consider religious diversity a source of enrichment. This is not how they see things. So by him cutting the low-hanging fruit and quoting from paragraph 254 just the words that, that make his organization look good, the words, a policy of intolerance designed to cause Job's witnesses to abandon their faith and to prevent others from joining it. That sounds nice. Oh, the European court said that about you? Wow, that sounds so nice. What else did they say? Well, he doesn't say it. And he doesn't say it because he doesn't believe the rest of what he says. And that's a problem because now there's a half-truth. We find another half-truth. If you really believe in paragraph 254, then you should also, also mention that the court reiterates, right? This is word for word. The court reiterates the respect for religious diversity. Authorities must perceive religious diversity not as a threat, but as a source of enrichment. If authorities must see it this way, 
and the court sees it this way, and you like how the court sees things because they see it in your favor, why is it that this, that the court seeing religious diversity as a source of enrichment, why do you not see it that way? Why is it that you hate every other religion, you don't accept every other religion, and you instruct your fellow members to stay away from other religions and from people of other religions? So these are the half-truths that the Jehovah's Witness continue to feed. You know, oddly enough, this is considered spiritual food that they shove down the throats of their subjugates, their members. We'll take a look at one last point that we found in this latest governing body update. Shane, what else did the court say in our favor? The European court confirms our right to engage in our door-to-door preaching, for parents to teach their children to worship Jehovah, own and use our places of worship, to refuse military service, to refuse blood transfusions and choose effective alternatives, and to be politically neutral. And it's interesting that he brings up these topics because the reason that the Jehovah's Witnesses or religion claims that they're being attacked is because they say it's part of a prophecy. They say that this prophecy is a (laughs) prophecy in the Bible off the book of Daniel, king of the north, king of the south, Russia being king of the north is attacking them. This is just fulfilling a prophecy. And yet the court mentions in paragraph 171 the reasons why these problems have commenced. It's because the court in Russia ruled that their local subsidiary, their local represent, representative branch, that is liable for violating children's rights to leisure and recreation as a result of their participation in door-to-door preaching and religious meetings, despite the objections of a non-religious parent. It holds, it also held that the children did not thrive because all recreational activities were taking place with the participation of other members of the organization and because they did not attend any sports, music, or hobby groups, which is true. Yeah, this is... This is one of the staples of Job's Witnesses. They don't let kids have the fun that kids want to have. So they line up fun for them, which is knocking on doors, handing out magazines. This is their definition of fun. The court in Russia said that's not fun. Fun for a child, healthy fun for a child, is letting them pick their own fun, which includes sports, which includes music, Hobby groups, these are the things that they consider normal for a child. Job's Witnesses say, no, sports, music, hobby groups are not what's most healthy for them. What's healthy for them is knocking on doors, handing out pamphlets. Because he doesn't cite paragraph 171, the cause of all this litigation, the cause of the reason that they ended up in the, seeking help from the European court, which, again, means nothing in Russia, This that none of this means anything in Russia, but we're trying to appease the Job's Witnesses. So the fact that they don't mention what they're being accused of doing is a problem, is a half-truth. It's misleading when they say that the court has ruled that they have the right to engage in our door-to-door preaching. The court confirms our right to engage in our door-to-door preaching for parents to teach their children to worship Jehovah. For parents to teach the children to worship Jehovah. Is that really what it said? It didn't say that. The court confirms our right to engage in our door-to-door preaching 
for parents to teach their children to worship Jehovah. The the court didn't confirm for parents to teach their children to worship Jehovah. The court just confirms the right of every religion to teach divinity however you see it, however you calculate it, however you measure it, to teach it to your children. So to, to teach your religion to your children. It's your right. It's your child. But he doesn't say, and now that he brings up children, he doesn't mention why Russia complained against him in the first place or continues to complain. complain. Or how about another thing that was brought up against Jehovah's Witnesses, which also they do not speak about. The document reiterates a case in October 17, 2007, of a person that died, a Jehovah's Witnesses that died because of their religious beliefs, because of the harsh doctrine that the Jehovah's Witnesses have against blood transfusions. Now, in the document, it says that, and they won't mention the name, but it says that a senior assistant in a hospital requested the head doctor of the city hospital to provide a copy of the medical record of a Miss S, is what it says, who had been treated in the hospital in 2004. She was admitted into the hospital following a serious traffic accident. Throughout her treatment, she requested that the doctors should refrain from administering blood product products. On the 8th of April 2008, she died due to her extensive injuries. Both the post-mortem diagnosis and the medical examiner who conducted forensic autopsy for the purposes of criminal investigation against the driver had concurred that her death had been caused by trauma, blood loss, and multiple organ failure. So Russia says they are liable for many people's deaths. Are they mentioning this? No, they don't mention any of that. They don't mention everything that it's in the letter. They nitpick the things that make them look good, the 20 out of 21 cases. They'll sell them and they will feed their conjugates have truths about something that is insignificant if anything matters nothing like this ruling does not matter in russia putin does not abide by the laws of the european human court it, it means nothing in russia but they they need to sell their propaganda their monthly propaganda and this is how they sell it as a grand victory but behind the curtain it, it means nothing absolutely nothing one last thing that was that was very striking in this ruling. Among other things, the decision orders Russia to stop persecuting Jehovah's Witnesses, restore our legal status, release those who are in prison, allow us to use our literature and website, and either return the properties that were confiscated or pay us the equivalent of over $65 million. Okay, I agree with most of this, actually. And I even agree with the money part. <laughs> they should be compensated for the cash. People should be allowed to worship freely. They should be allowed to free, believe whatever they want. Believe in fairy tales, whatever. Live in la-la land if they want. It, people should have that right. Because no one should de- dictate what you should or shouldn't believe. Now, someone could share their opinions with you, but we should ultimately have the, not just the responsibility, the right and the privilege to believe what we want to believe, how we see fit. But what I found striking of this was the very last part. Or pay us the equivalent of over $65 million. 65 million big ones. 65 million. 
in Russia alone. To give us some context, in Russia alone, how many Jehovah's Witnesses are in Russia? Well, it's hard to know because the Jehovah's Witnesses play the numbers game. They fudge the numbers to always make themselves look good. But a good estimation that we have is that there is about 170,000 of them in Russia. 170,000. Yet worldwide, they are plus 8 million. So if in Russia alone, if this is any context to the amount of real estate they own worldwide, if in Russia alone... They have the equivalent of some $65 million in property, $65 million. We get a better grasp as to how much money this organization actually has worldwide. We can ballpark the number to billions. And, you know, to be fair to them, they're not the only religion with this kind of influence. If anything, we could say they're actually one of the religions that has less money, even though they're in the billions. Um, There are other more powerful, more influential, more wealthy religions like the Mormons, but because Jehovah's Witnesses are so secretive with their financial statements, we really don't know. We can honestly say we don't know. We could have a gauge, but the gauge is that they are in the billions, without a doubt, in the billions. But how many billions? Well, we don't know. They won't say. I found it very striking that in Russia alone, a tyrant country, they have this amount of money. We go back to something that they like to say. Jehovah's Witnesses like to cite the first letter of Peter 5-7, where it says the words, leave matters in Jehovah's hands. At least they translate it that way. Leave matters in Jehovah's hands. This is their translation from their Bible. Throw all your anxiety on Jehovah because he cares for you. 1 Peter 5, 7. If this is true, that they preach this message, to leave everything in Jehovah's hands, why is it then in a matter like this, something that they consider a prophecy in which they're living in, why is it that they don't leave these things in the matters of Jehovah? You know, I'd like to go up to one of these Jehovah's Witnesses and say, oh, this is so bad. Uh, I can't believe it. Uh, Satan is attacking us. And just pat them on the back and say, hey, leave it in Jehovah's hands. <laughs> Don't worry. Leave it in Jehovah's hands. This is this is the gaslighting that they do to their members. This is what happens with elders, leaders inside of the congregation. When people go, go up to them and say, hey, I have a problem. I'm concerned. They say, tap on the back. Leave it in Jehovah's hands. Don't worry. Leave it in Jehovah's hands. Why is it that something like this, they do not leave in Jehovah's hands? So what do they leave in Jehovah's hands? What do they do? What do these people leave in Jehovah's hands? I'll tell you what, it's not the first governing body update with half-truths, and it won't be the last. Can't wait to see what kind of nonsense spills over from the next governing body update. But until then, thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.